Welcome to the Old School Meeting of Overeaters Anonymous, which features speakers with long-term abstinence. We will be holding this meeting via Zoom for the foreseeable future. If you'd like to attend the meeting live, go to oalaig.org for login information. And now, our speaker. My name is Bobby, and I'm a recovering compulsive overeater. Um, I feel like, oh, God. Um, I'm home. It's wonderful to see these fat Doreen. I mean, Carl, all you beautiful. I, I want, I want to keep this forever. I, I, I don't want to let it go. But thank you, Jack, my darling Jack. I've known Jack for like 35, 40 years. He's my young man in program. He will always be my young man because I'm a lot older than him. Anyway, what I was like, this is what I was like. I was afraid of life, afraid of living. I was born that way. I don't know why. Doesn't matter. Who cares? I, I was afraid to live life. I grew up in the Midwest. I remember I was the youngest of four, uh, two older brothers and a sister. My dad was a farmer. So from the get go, I was always afraid I was Never going to get enough. Not, it was never enough. It was never enough food. So I would come home from school. I would have a snack, a sandwich, dessert, another sandwich. And this was before dinner. Um, so I was always, always, always using food. Um my my life was fine. I mean, I was pretty popular in in, in school. I um I was a cheerleader. I had boyfriends. Uh, uh, life was not was not unmanageable. Growing up, I ate like a little piggy, but uh, it wasn't unmanageable. I moved to New York when I was uh, nineteen. I wanted to um, get into a profession where I needed to study uh, at a drama school in New York. And um, that's when my disease sort of blossomed, if you will. I worked in a restaurant. I was a waitress. I was a good little actress because I lied to the manager um, and said I was sick so I could go to Second Avenue to the bakery and get a certain uh, Italian dessert that I desperately wanted and needed. Um, I was I was a very um, sad lady in New York. I remember saying to someone, "I'm I'm surviving. I'm surviving every day. I'm not really living my life." The food was becoming more out of control. Um, I was then I was gaining weight. I would have a few auditions, but I hated myself. You show up, you're supposed to, you know, love yourself and shine and present yourself with a lot of self-worth and self-esteem. Well, guess what? I didn't really have I had none. Okay, so I found a way um, through the television um, through a talk show. I found a meeting. I called California from New York and discovered Overeaters Anonymous. Um, and after six months of 
not be on and off, on and off being abstinent, three months off. Uh, sponsors would fire me. I had many, 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 many sponsors in the first year because I was talking the talk and I was not walking the walk. I was <clears throat> I was not abstinent continuously one day at a time. I was not working the steps. So after I got elected to a meeting uh, to be secretary of the meeting, uh, a meeting on the upper east side, I think um, I started to really and truly work the work the steps. And only after about a year did I truly get in my gut that I am powerless over food, that my life becomes unmanageable. I understood in my gut that I really had, for me, a threefold disease, spiritual, emotional, and physical. And until I really admitted it and accepted it that I had a threefold disease, and that food, go, turning to the food, running away, uh, hating myself by using the food, running away from life. Um, I, I, I could do that. A, a fabulous. Finally, I got a fabulous sponsor who said, Bobby, you know, you can you can do that on and off the rest of your life. Is that what you want? Um, you can't be abstinent and go to the food at the same time. You have to want one more than the other. And when she said that to me, something clicked, and I got it. I got it. One day at a time, I started to, step two, came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn my will in my life over to the care of God as I understand him. I really began to live the steps, live life one day at a time without turning back to the food. In those days, 47 years ago, oh, did I say that? I, I forgot how long. Did I say how long I was in? I've been in Overeaters Anonymous for 47 years. Um, after the first year, through the grace of God, one day at a time, through the grace of God, I have 46 years of abstaining one day at a time from compulsive overeating. Thank you. I say that through the grace of God because left to my own devices, um, well, <laughs> I don't have to rely on my <laughs> my own devices because I turn my will in my life over to the care of God as I understand him one day at a time, one moment at a time. And then I live life. I feel life. I experience life. I don't run away from my life. I don't hate myself today. And I, and I love the question. Whoever came up with this question, I love you, love you, love you. Why do I stay abstinent today? Because I choose life. Through, through God's grace, I choose life. I'm a little bit, um, off tonight. I have to be honest, but this is the, this is the place that I get to share it. I mean, not about abstinence. I'm, I'm working very, very hard at not breaking into tears as I tell you how beautiful life is abstinent. And by that I mean, I'm, I'm showing up. I'm not running away. I don't, I, food today is not an option for me. I don't have a problem with food today. God, through the grace of God today, I don't have a problem with food. It's food. I love it <laughs> as much as I did 46 years ago, 
but it's just I I live to eat. I live to eat. I don't wait. I live to eat. I don't whatever that one is. I, I just it's food. It's it's enjoyable. I love it. It's not the way I live my life today, using my addiction to run away and escape and hate myself. I I believe that for me, if which I won't today break my abstinence, it's literally like suicide. It's it's life or death for me. It's not an option. It's not an option. And I believe through that gift, that blessing is only because I have the gift of willingness to work the 12 steps, whatever it is I need to do, um, 10, 11, 12, 6, and 7. My life is living and experiencing everything through the 12 steps, whatever that is. I want to be a walking example to the best of my ability. And by the way, I'm not perfect. Oh, my God. I am so far from being perfect. Okay, get that look off your face, Jack. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's one second at a time. I eat anything. I eat anything. And all that means is whatever I eat, sugar, pasta, bread, it's just sugar, pasta, bread in moderation. That's it. That's all. I used to binge on gargantuan salads so it wasn't just for me as i'm the only one talking so stephanie please keep going to more meetings if you don't understand you don't get whatever i'm saying please keep going to more meetings um i used to binge on cottage cheese and lettuce i mean other things of course but it was it it was food 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 i could eat massive quantities of anything of anything through god's grace I don't do that today. I show up. I suit up. I show up. And by the way, 47 years ago, Overeaters Anonymous had food plans. They were uh, gray sheet. It was orange sheet. And for me, in those days, because I really didn't know how to eat healthy uh, and to take care of myself, um, I kind of liked Gray sheet. I, I really liked gray sheet. It was protein, vegetable, fruit, no carbs, nothing, no no sugar, of course. I did gray sheet for seven years. For seven years. It worked. It worked. I worked. I loved it. I loved it. Then I finally branched out into other things because it allowed me, again, to experience life one day one day at a time. And that's very important, I think. Um for newcomers and all, and to remind myself, I can get through anything, anything, one day at a time, one second at a time, and and only, only because I turn to God, I turn who, whom I choose to call my higher power, I I do my best throughout the day to keep a conscious contact with my higher power. I need it. I need it. That's me. I don't I don't feel alone. When I walk this earth today, whether it's the pandemic, uh, whether it's family, whether it's my husband, who, let me tell you, um, I love, <laughs> I love being married, but boy, oh boy, um, it's work, you know, it's work. And the only way that I love the work, living life, is freedom 
happy, joyous, and free. Happy, joyous, and free. How, why do I say happy, joyous, and free? Happy is, and I heard this from a fellow a long time ago, or and we've probably all heard it. Happy is the absence of fear. I have faith today. Faith in the 12 steps. Faith in a higher power. Faith in these Zoom meetings. Joyous, living in gratitude. Whatever is going on. If I'm talking to God, I'm saying thank you for this, thank you for that, thank you for this experience or that experience. I don't always do that because uh, sometimes things suck, okay? I mean, that's true. That's the life. I have no control over what what life is going to present to me out there today. My My job is, in my life, is to show up with a clear head, a clear mind, um, present, I'm present, so I don't have to go thinking about, oh, my God, I, you know, I ate too much today. Oh, my God, I hate myself. Oh, my God, why don't I just slit my wrists? That's where I used to go. And by the way, I always used to, I have a, I have a fairly pretty good, after 46 years, I have a, all right, I have a pretty darn good, um, self-body image of myself today. Of course, I'm in program for 46 years, but my entire life before I got to program, I hated, hated, hated how I looked. And of course, being back then in the entertainment industry, what is it? You have to look good. You have to look good all the time. Um, And then I live free, happy, joyous, living in gratitude, grateful for everything that my higher power presents to me today, whether I like it or not. It's my job to say the serenity prayer, to make a phone call, to go read the third step or the 11th step. I literally live my life with the 12 steps every single day, one day at a time. And free is free of the obsession. I don't have I don't have the obsession with food today. It is a blessing. It is a gift. It is through the grace of God that I am a recovering compulsive overeater. I, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. I will never be recovered because that means I'm done. I can go off and you know coast and do my thing and and da da da. No, 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 no. I am grateful for everything that happens in my life, and that's when I'm going to turn to and share with you all why I'm a little um, a little emotional tonight. Um, I'm going to visit my sister tomorrow. That doesn't sound like a big deal, right? Except that my sister is very emotionally ill. She doesn't have this disease. But she is an emotionally sick woman. She stopped. She, talk- Thank you. She stopped talking to me four and a half years ago. I'm going with my husband because I, I'm going with God also. Um, I'm going to visit her tomorrow. When my brother saw her, and then he called me and he told me he said he calls me Barb. He said Barb, I was looking at Dee, and I was looking at someone who was dying. And that's why I'm telling you this because I am praying for strength. I have been praying for her to heal 
for about four and a half years now. I have to give it to God, third step, 11th step. And when I first, when my brother was practically begging me to go, I said, okay. And then I thought about me because, oh, my God, selfish me. I am selfish. I'm telling you right now, I'm selfish. I said, God, I need your help. I turned to God and I said, please, God, give me the strength to go there and be there for my sister. I don't want to be selfish. And let me tell you, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty decent person, but with her, resentment does it it doesn't matter why she stopped talking to me four and a half years ago. The point that I'm making is I want to be there for her no matter what. She could you know what? She could kick me out. She could have a nervous, you know, hissy fit. I don't know how else to say it, but I am going to see my sister tomorrow, and I'm also going with an enormous, an enormous amount of gratitude that without this program, I could be like my sister, okay? I have the physical manifestation of food, so I could have turned back to the food I have a gift today. I have Overeaters Anonymous. I have you. I have Zoom meetings. Life is precious. I learned that in this room. And I feel so blessed. I thank God every day for all the blessings that I have. The first one being Overeaters Anonymous. I have, I have a card from 47 years ago, and I'll wrap this up. I got it. One of the meetings, it said, abstinence is the most important thing in my life without exception. And you know what? It is. But that to me means spiritual, emotional, and physical abstinence. And through the 12 steps, through a higher power, who I stay in conscious contact with, as I said, all day long, I can be there for someone else. I can be there for myself. I can love myself. I can be in faith, not fear, and walk walk the walk and talk the talk, living life today gratefully and with love. Thank you.